Welcome to Hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self-love. Hi, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to Hashtag Love Yourself. On today's episode, we're going to do some shadow work. And of course, just as a kind of pre-warning, Um, Obviously, the shadow work that we're going to talk about today on this podcast is going to be light shadow work, anything that is really deep um, and anything that is really um, that goes into some um, deep trauma within your past um, really should be done with a licensed therapist or a shaman or um, a professional that actually um, is, you know, versed in um, how to respond because um, when you do shadow work, right, some things can come up, some memories that maybe you've suppressed. Um, and if you've had large trauma or big trauma, um, that should be dealt with, um, just to keep you safe in a really safe environment with a professional that knows what they're doing. So today, what we're going, the kind of shadow work that we're going to talk about is just really scratching the surface, right? The tip of the iceberg. Um, and, um, that way that we can kind of get it intrigued or become aware of what shadow work is, maybe do it lightly um, with ourselves. Um, and then if we want to go deeper, then we can um, seek out services with others. Okay, so first off, what is the shadow self, right? Well, the shadow self is the parts of you that you repress and hide from yourself and from the world, right? Um, because of, you know, your dissatisfaction with them, right? And then, so essentially, when we have these parts of ourselves that we suppress and that we hide away from the world or hide away from other people or we try to keep locked away, um, then the shadow work is really self-awareness of those parts of us that we're either we're subconsciously trying to keep away or maybe consciously. Um, but most of the time, it's on a large scale level, sub- subconscious, right? That our subconscious mind runs most of our lives and runs the show. And when you really wake up and you really start like loving yourself at a deep level, you become really self-aware, right? You become aware of not just the really amazing parts of yourself, but you become aware of the parts that that sting and that hurt and that are painful, um, and 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 you love on those parts. And that what that's really what the sh- the shadow work is, right? Is loving on those parts, having self-compassion, having self-acceptance, um, accepting all of who you are, not just one piece, right? And so um, the shadow work, this can include, right, some trauma or parts of your personality that you subconsciously, subconsciously, sorry, consider um, undesirable, right? So at some level, you have made the belief or the decision within your mind, whether you are cognitively aware of it or not, that um, this is, you've labeled it like bad or no good or unworthy. And, um, and you've kind of suppressed it, right? We've keep it in the shadows. We keep it in the dark so that it doesn't see the light so that other people don't recognize it within us. Right. But, but the first part of loving ourselves is, is that awareness, right. And that acceptance of, um, all of us, the whole, the whole of who we are. Right. Um, and so what I always say is that you can't ever really know the, the light and, 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 um, enjoy the beautiful light of who you are um, if you don't know the dark because it's those two pieces are 
in, you know, intertwined, right? Um, and you, so you would never know like a happy moment if you didn't have a bad moment, right? Because if it was always happy, right? If everything was always good, if you were always like, like perfect to what you believed is like good with quotation marks around it, right? Then how boring because you would never, like if you felt no pain, if you felt no discomfort, you would never know that the feeling, feeling good is like, is like beautiful and amazing and like what you strive for, right? But because we have a wide range of emotions, a wide range of feelings, right? We know, we put them in buckets like, oh, when I feel like this, I like it. It feels good, right? It stimulates me. When I feel like this, I feel bad. It doesn't feel good, right? Like, I don't want this. I don't want to be sitting in this because it's painful. It hurts. So you wouldn't know the good feeling if you didn't have the bad. So just that's like the preface to your shadow work is, um, love that, that pain, right? Not saying that we want to sit there. We don't want to sit there and we don't want to, um, be in pain all the time. But when pain does come around, one of the things that I do just naturally before I even started researching what shadow work was, but it is a shadow work tactic and it's something that you can do daily. And it's something you can do on the regular is when like, okay, for example, like if I have a bad hair day or if I even just have like a day where I don't feel happy or I don't feel good, right? I always bless it by saying this has to occur, right? I can't be happy all the time. I can't look um, drop dead gorgeous all the time because if I did, then I wouldn't know how drop dead gorgeous I was, right? So I have to feel negative emotion to know the positive emotion. And that's just what's happening right now. So I'm not going to shame myself, right? So that's loving myself. I'm not going to shame myself by, oh, I'm not in the best possible mood that I could possibly be in, in this moment. Yeah, you're not, but that doesn't mean that you aren't majority of the time. And this moment is allowing for that moment to feel so good. Like when you are feeling good, it's because of this moment right now where you know that it doesn't feel good to feel this way. Right? So like that's like accepting that lower energy or that bad hair day, right? Accepting it fully and saying, it's okay. Like it has its place. Like I need a bad hair day every once in a while, right? To remind me of how amazing and how privileged I am for my good hair days on the regular, right? So, um, so exploring your shadows can help you to start show up more as like your authentic self, because I think that like most people, right, we live at a place where we're on autopilot. I know I did that for 36 years. Well, I should say 35 years. Cause I think I woke up around 35 and then everything started just happening to me. But for 35 years, I was on autopilot. I was really living like most people live right in the day to day where it's just like living where, you know, everything's coming at you. Um, and you're just rolling with life, right? You're rolling with, you know, how things, you know, like, okay, I'm going to go to college now. Okay. This guy and I, you know, like each other. Okay. We're going to get married and okay. We're going to have kids and okay. 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 But not really digging into the deep parts of yourself and saying, okay, wait a minute. Like, why am I living the way I'm living? What do I really want in this life? What do I want in this lifetime? Right? Um, what can I do to live the best life? So once you have that moment where you completely wake up, right? Where you 
spend um, just a minute. Hold on. Had to put my had to put my dog out. She just woke up. <laughs> She's an old dog, so sorry about that interruption. But um, so instead of living on autopilot, where your subconscious mind is constantly running the show, right? You end up waking up to yourself, right? And you wake up and say, okay, who's running my life, right? Like, is it all the beliefs that I've created over a lifetime that are just, some of them aren't even mine, some of them are societies, some of them are my parents, some of them are, are like what other people think of me, right? Or do I want to be awake, right? Do I want to awaken? And do I want to really live from me as my authentic self, my true, true self, right? And I think that's where like that turning point comes for people who are really working on loving themselves, right? Of they, that wake up where you wake, you're kind of like shaken. And usually it takes um, a traumatic, maybe like a traumatic th something in your life. Um, maybe you, um, you know, relationship ends or, you know, someone passes away, um, something usually shifts in your re external reality, or you just keep, are tired of going through the same um, circumstances with so many different people in your life, right? And then you wake up and you say, enough, right? Enough is enough. And I'm tired of um, being asleep, essentially, is what you are if you're just living on autopilot, right? And I want to live to my fullest, and I want to live a purposeful life and I want to live from what I came here like my soul recognizing that you have a soul that is powerful and your higher self um, is constantly trying to guide you and constantly trying to like remind you of who you are and to push you towards your fullness and your greatest potential right and so when you wake up to that part of that is looking and being self-aware and saying, okay, so this is me, right? This is all of me. Even all this, these things that I don't want to happen. Um, even this baggage that I'm carrying around in every relationship and every, you know, like everything that I choose or don't choose, cause that's a choice too in my life. Right. I, I am the creator of that, right? Whether I want to be asleep and let it just subconsciously happen and I and allowing everybody else's beliefs to really dictate my life or do I want to be present and being authentic and in my truth and knowing that I'm running my life and I'm the one that is making my decisions and I'm the one that is responsible for my happiness and my purpose and what is that for me, right? And doing that work and that's what this whole loving yourself is about, right? So showing up for yourself, showing up and loving on those that baggage, right? Loving up on, okay, so I came into this world. I picked these parents as my parents for this life. I picked them for a reason and yeah, they gave me some trauma, but every parent has given their kids trauma. There's no parent on the planet that hasn't. And I picked it and now I'm going to do wonderful and beautiful things with them. Now I'm going to like be aware of myself. I'm not going to inflict my emotional pain on other people. And I'm going to love even those, those parts of myself that I have deemed bad. Right? So for, um, example, um, I know like one of the things that I kept for myself personally in the shadows for a long time. I kept a lot of myself in the shadows, but 
um, one of the things that I kept doing was I was playing myself small a lot, right? Because I grew up in a family where I was told that I was too much. I was too sensitive, right? Because I was an empath. And so their emotions were really overwhelming to me when I would feel them. So I would act out. And, and I was told I was um, too, like too sensitive, too much. I was um, mean, you know, like, cause I always loved the spotlight. I loved being center of attention. That's just my personality. If you look at my birth chart for my astrology, like that's just who I am. I love shining. I love inspiring. I love all those things. But as a child, I was raised and taught that that was too much and that I needed to dumb myself down for other people. So I took on that belief because that's what made other people around me happy and, and made our codependent relationships work well was for me to not be myself all the way and that, that I had to hide who I truly was. And so I did that for many years. And then um, I started to recognize that I had some gifts um, where I, I was starting to recognize that I could, um, like I had mediumship, right? Where I could um, listen and understand messages from angels and, and that I could... Um, that I could talk to people on the other side. And at first I really like denied those gifts for myself. And I really put that all in the shadows and I would only, I didn't tell many people. I would just keep most of that to myself. And then, um, you know, my higher self was always pushing me to explore that and to, to, um, share my messages with other people that sometimes the messages were for them. And I really, I really kept a lot of that part of myself in the shadows until, um, I did the self-love work now that you guys have been on part of my journey with me through this podcast. And I've really recognized that, um, that even something that was like a gift, right? Like I was given a gift. I mean, everybody has the ability, but I really have a really strong connection to the other side. And, and I'm, I put that in the shadows because of my beliefs that I needed to like, not be so, not like, you know, like not be so big, like play, play myself small because it made other people feel uncomfortable. Right. Um, and that's the thing. So I share this personal story with you because I really feel like, like if we can do that, if you can like tap into like, what is the thing for you? Right. Um, what is it that makes you, feel worried that maybe people aren't going to accept you. Cause I know for me personally, my mediumship, I always felt like I had to be normal quotation marks, normal, right? I had to play like a normal part in the world. And if I didn't, that I wouldn't be accepted and I wouldn't be loved. And that, um, that I'd be the weird, crazy person. Right. And then one day, one of like the closest people to me, got mad and threw my business to the world. Right. And like, she's crazy. She's, um, says that she can talk to dead people, blah, blah, blah. She can talk to the other side. She can talk to souls. And it crushed me. It crushed my ego. Right. Because I had this like persona to people that I was normal and that, um, you know, all these things, but what really is fucking normal people? Like really, to be honest with you, what is normal? right? we all have gifts in different areas. And just because one person doesn't come down and have a purpose to be a median, right? Like we all have the ability to be a median, but just because someone else doesn't, doesn't mean that the person that does come with that is wrong or bad, right? 
it doesn't make sense that we would all come with the same gifts or the same abilities. So it's beautiful. So embrace those abilities. Right. And so I was shaming and I was shadowing one of probably my biggest assets of who I am right to this world. Um, and like, I'll give you a, a little story of like when I discovered that that was an asset versus something I needed to be ashamed of. Um, so one time I, um, was on a walk and I had just started a new job and it was, um, I was really nervous, you know, socially, like I didn't really know people. I didn't, um, I was just getting to know my coworkers and I was on a walk and all of a sudden I looked down and I see these rocks. I didn't know what they were at the time. They were, they ended up being agates, but I didn't know that at the time. And I saw they, it was like, they were like illuminated in my vision for some reason. Like they weren't really illuminated, but like for some reason they were like sticking out to me so much. I couldn't help but pick them up. And I even, I could hear this motherly voice telling me to pick them up and put them in my pocket and take them home. And I could feel she was a woman. I could feel she, it was like this motherly, like, like she was very soft and sweet. And so I pick them up and I'm like, okay, I don't know what the heck I'm doing, but I guess I'm just picking these rocks up and putting them in my pocket. And then when I got home, she told me to give one of the rocks to her daughter and the daughter was my coworker. Okay. And like I said, I didn't really know this woman very well and I was really nervous. And so I did what she said, but I didn't tell her that it was from her mom and her mom had passed away. And so then finally I end up later, months later, I end up sharing the story with a coworker of mine, or actually it was my, I ended up being my boss at the time. And my boss was like, you need to tell her that it's from her mom. That is really, really important. And I said, I don't want her to think that I'm weird. I know she doesn't really believe in spirituality like I do. So I really don't feel confident. Like, I don't think that's the right thing to do. She'll think I'm crazy and I don't really feel confident to do that. And she says, well, I'm telling her for you. And she calls her up in front of me and tells her and my coworker starts bawling. And she tells me, she reveals that she really needed her mom and that she wishes that I would have told her, like she misses her every day. She misses her mom because her mom passed away years ago. And that actually her mom, um, collected agates. And that's actually what the rock that I gave her was an agate. And she said that she, um, really needed her mom that week and that she was so thankful that that we had called to tell her because that was like a message from her mom and it was a message from her mom right and so that reminded me to that like I was scared of myself right I was scared of my gifts I was scared of what other people would think of me and I almost wasted an opportunity to like share the love that can come through me like the message that can like be spoken through me when just because I was worried about what other people would think of me, you know, which is so silly. So I wanted to share that personal story with you because I wanted to show how important it is to, um, take those things that maybe you're embarrassed about or that you don't want the world to see and that you're at some level ashamed of and find the beauty in it. Right. And even if it's something stupid, like, I don't know, I'm just like, like something like silly, like, you pick your boogers in your car and wipe them on the floor mat. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say it's something like that, right? Like love on that. Like think of all the weird quirks out there that people have. And you know what? There's worse things in the world that you could be doing. So love yourself on that and just say, it's okay. Everybody has their weird stuff. And I like picking my nose. I like the way it feels, whatever, whatever it is for you. Right. I don't know. That was just a made up thing so that you could like 
kind of join me on this journey of like thinking into your own existence, but bring those things into the light, love on them, be playful with them and just know that it's not like they're only scary because of like the things that we've lived, right? And the, the lies that people have had us buy into, right? That we've bought into. We've bought into these lies about life that aren't really true, right? Like I bought into the lie that like if you're, if you can hear and communicate with people on the other side that you're, you must be crazy. You must be psycho. And that's not true. There are really powerful professionals that are medians all over the world that make millions of dollars, you know, like doing readings for people. So, um, just find your beauty in whatever the shadows that you have. So, um, some important things, accepting all of yourself brings a type of confidence. And so like, like the shit story I just shared with you per about my personal life, right. Is like, once I like accepted like those things about myself, I had a confidence right in me that nobody could take away that like, yeah, like, okay, our ego wants to like portray this picture of ourselves, but in the end, like once you accept it and you're just like, this is who I am, fuck anybody who does not want to join me. And, and you know what, maybe I'm not for everybody. And that's the thing is like, you're not for everyone, right? Like, and if somebody doesn't want to believe on the other side, doesn't want to believe on angels, doesn't want to believe in like people, like dead souls being able to reach us and communicate with us, that's okay too. But that's not the person that you're meant to like journey with. Right. And the people that like, will think it's cool. And the people that will want to tap into that with you and the people that will want to like love on that and the people that want to revel in your beauty and your gifts, those are the people that you will surround yourself with and should surround yourself with. If there's anyone that doesn't resonate with who you are and what you are, then walk away, right? Because it's, you're just not meant to be together and that's okay. You don't have to hate them. You don't have to judge them. They don't have to judge you. Um, just love yourself and love them enough to like, know that they're not your people. Right. Okay. And then, um, so about loving ourselves, how this is really deeply connected is that like, you can only love your, love other people as much as you love yourself. Right. And I've talked about this in other podcasts, so I don't want to go too deep into this because we've heard this a million times before, right. Um, from my mouth, <laughs> but it's that really like when you give yourself permission, like really to be that authentic who you are, it really flows over to your other relationships and you be able to see you're able to see other people in that same light, right. When it's, when you don't have permission with yourself to do things like, like when I talked about a couple episodes ago about that grace, right? When I, when I recognized that I wasn't giving myself grace, so then I wasn't giving other people grace. I had all these stringent rules and this control over like my marriage had to be a specific way, right? Or, um, that, you know, and, and that's what ended up like breaking it was that was one of the, the toxic pieces to my relationship was that I was like so worried and fearful of, a specific thing that I was holding on tight to like, it had to be a specific way, right? It had to be a specific thing. And then it was all because I wasn't giving myself the grace in the end. It was because I couldn't give myself the grace to be less than perfect. I couldn't give myself the grace to be less than what I believed was what everyone else wanted. So then I couldn't do that for other people. And once I gave myself the grace, 
it was like natural to just like flow that over to everybody else. Like, oh, I'm giving myself grace. Babe, you do you. Like you will find you, you know, like it, like it, when you give yourself whatever you need, you like naturally give that to everyone else, if that makes sense. Okay. So that's part of loving other people's. When you love yourself, that's the biggest gift you can give to them is loving yourself because then you're going to love them at a real level, at an authentic level, at a deep level. Okay. So accepting your shadows means having compassion for every part of yourself, not just the beautiful parts, right? We can't just love the beautiful parts. We have to love all the parts. So even if you have, um, like something that you don't like prefer, right? Like that you're working on, just working to be healthier. Like when I get frustrated, I get like short feels like, like I just don't like everything frustrates me, right? Easy. And even though I'm working on that, I can still love myself and be compassionate towards myself and say like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Right? Like I, I work hard every day to like work on that, but I'm doing the best I can in every moment and everyone else is doing the same. Like every single person on this planet comes down and they're doing the best that they can in the situations and circumstances that they're given, right? With their knowledge, what they know, where they come from, their circumstance, everything. Nobody is doing less than what they can. They're all doing the most that they can. So just know that, right? And that includes you. Okay, so let's kind of go into some like shadow work starters. Like I said, we're not going to go into deep shadow work stuff. If you want to like delve into that on your own, like I said, um, learn this like starter stuff here and then maybe read some books. And then if you like feel like you really need some deep, deep stuff, like you have some deep trauma, you have some like if you have sexual abuse in your past, if you have like there's a, you know, those bigger things, then seek someone out, seek a professional so that you can do it safely. Okay. But here's some light things. So first, let's recognize your patterns. This is a really good, easy place to start. Um, I know for me in my life, um, one of the holograms or like the patterns that I keep repeating in my relationships is that um, I love and I give and I give and I give, right? And then the person doesn't meet me halfway. Like they don't, they don't show up. Like they, they tell me I'm not good enough and they let me, they, they kind of leave me out in the cold and act like they're better than me. And that happens on repeat, 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 like, like as if I'm not good enough. Right. So recognize those patterns in your life. And, and, and then once you have recognized them and you have the awareness to them, then take that and, um, look deep into what that patterns pattern is revealing. Like, so for me, it's that, that I'm not good enough for other people. I, I believe that I'm not worthy of their love because if I believed it, right, then I, it would be showing up in my reality. Right. Um, and so, so that's where you start to understand, like, and that's where you start doing the work, right? Cause then you start saying like, well, God damn it. I am enough. Right. Like who's, who's telling me who made me believe, where did I buy this belief that I'm not good enough, that I'm not worthy. Right. Because it's not true. I'm going to tell you this, that there's no person on this planet, not one single person that doesn't deserve love. And that's not enough. Every, like, if you're a mom, I would beg to find a mother out there that has given birth and hasn't felt that feeling of the perfection of their child when their child is born. 
And when I felt that perfection of my children when they were born, I knew that it has to exist for every single person on this planet. Every person is that perfect, as perfect as my little boys are, right? So since since that is true, that is the truth for me too, right? Every single person. There's not one person that that doesn't include. So since that is true, we need to rewire ourselves. We need to let go of those beliefs, right? So once you recognize those patterns, you decode what that pattern is trying to say to you. Why do you keep bumping your head on the same thing? What is that voice that you don't really recognize that's in your subconscious? What is it trying to live out so that you can hear it, right? And then that a lot of that, um, like unwinding is changing our subconscious. And we've talked about that in other episodes, but you can do child work or inner child work is a really important one. Um, heal that inner child, heal. And then so that you can have that positive self-talk so that you can um, parent yourself in a way where like now when I come up on relationships, right. And if someone starts acting that way, obviously I put up that boundary. I put up that healthy boundary where they're telling me I'm not enough. Okay. Well, you know, I only participate in relationships that are going to, you know, we're going to both step up to the plate. I'm not going to be the only one and I'm not going to give more, you know, like over give and you're going to under give, and then I'm going to feel resentful. You put up those boundaries and say, not, you know, not happening. So whatever it is for you, if you need to walk away from that relationship, you do that. Right. But also then you can do the healing work with the, of, um, your inner child and say, okay, but where is that coming from for me? Right. Like if you want to go deeper, there's all these different levels that you can kind of go into. So a good place to start, um, a book that I really highly recommend that I'm working through right now. And it's, it's amazing. And I'm really enjoying it is inner child work. Um, it's called the healing your lost inner child by Robert Jackman. So check that out. Um, if you're wanting to do some inner child work, there's a lot of inner child, um, healing meditations you can do online, all that good stuff. Um, so now some good affirmations for this shadow work is to talk to yourself in the way that is the truth, right? And the truth is things saying like, I trust you, right? Telling yourself, I trust you. I trust you. I trust my soul. I trust my purpose in life and I will get it eventually. Even if I don't get it in this relationship, I'll get it in the next one, right? Um, I believe in you. You're going to believe that you're going to succeed and that you're going to be happy and that you're going to have a good life and that you're going to love yourself. Believe in yourself, babe. Okay. Um, you are worthy of love. Everybody is worthy of love. Like I just said, you know, you are enough. You deserve to be happy and you have a lot to offer. So if you want to do affirmations, if that's a thing for you, these are some really great ones to work on your shadow self. Okay. So now a conscious, um, shadow work activity that I do and that I love and that I just did. And I just did, it's like kind of a release, but it's also like, a loving on them as well is make um, a conscious list of all your shadows that you consciously are aware of. There's going to be things that you can't put on this list because you actually have no idea about, right? And maybe that's something that you do with that licensed therapist or the shaman or a professional that can really dive deep into things that maybe you've blocked out of your memory because they were so traumatic for you. But your conscious mind knows things that you're embarrassed about, that you don't want anybody to know. So make that list. Mine was like, three and a half pages <laughs> and that's okay. Right. Make that list and then look at it and sit with it for a second and sit with yourself and say, even this, all this stuff, I'm like, so I'm so amazing. And these are beautiful and everybody has these. And like, I love you anyway. I love you anyway. Cause you know what? You're worthy. You're enough. I believe in you and I trust in you and you're doing exactly what you're meant to do in this life. Right. 
So then once you do that like acceptance ritual, and it doesn't have to be like a big deal, like I said, you can just sit with it, you can meditate with it, you can sit in the mirror and talk, you know, talk yourself through it if you need to, whatever, right? Um, but I just wrote it down. Like I wrote a statement where I said, I accept all parts of myself and I bring um, these beautiful parts into light, the light and I love you, you know? And then um, a letting or releasing ritual that you can do is just to burn that paper and just know that um, some of those things are you're going to release and you're going to move past them. And some of them are just going to be parts of your shadow that you're just going to continue to love and you're going to accept yourself through them. All right. Well, that's kind of all I have. Like I said, this was just a really light shadow work episode just to kind of get our feet wet, to kind of get our like understanding about what shadow work is. Now, if anybody, like if it comes up again for you, you'll kind of have a basis of knowing what it's about, um, and how to do it on the regular basis. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, have a good rest of your day and don't forget, love yourself. Bye. Mm -hmm.